So today should be a fucking blast because I just got off work and I wanted to record this podcast yesterday, meaning Thursday. But I just, the last couple days, I just have had zero, zero energy and just zero motivation to do anything. I mean, actually, the last couple weeks, the last two weeks, I've just had, I just, I've been just working, coming home, taking an edible, and then just fucking melting into my furniture and just disappearing. I just, I've had zero motivation to do it. But you know what? Two, two weeks, two, <laughs> I like that, Luke, two weeks and just fucking. I've got to snap out of it, and I just got to fucking just start doing shit again. After that show, that that show just put me in such a funk that I just, oh god, just didn't want to do anything for a couple weeks. Anyway, I'm back at it, and uh, the reason why today's gonna be a huge fucking plow is because, all right, so I mentioned my car a couple times and how you know I'm, I'm almost certain I mentioned that it got stolen a while back, but. Um, Oh God, this is back in July. So every July, my car insurance or my car registration is up. So every every July, I renew. And dude, I've had this car for six years. Every year, I get the email, I pay, it comes in, I put the sticker on immediately, and the kid's good to go, right? Well, this year, I uh, you know get the email, I put it on, or you know I I, I, uh, I you know send the fucking money, whatever, and then. Like two months later, I get an email saying that like, hey, your vehicle is um, under uh, recall because there's, there's an emissions recall, so we can't do this thing over the over uh, online like we usually do. You gotta go to Kia, get your car tested to see if it's safe, and then you have to get a form from them, and then take that form to the DMV, and then get your uh, registration done at the DMV. And like, you know what? <laughs> listen, why don't you just send me an email and say, listen, you can do that, or you can buy a rope and tie a noose, and then just fucking hang yourself in the closet. Because that sounds like a little better situation than driving to Van Nuys DMV and talking to some fucking sack of shit who hates their job and is going to ruin my day. Just, just send me an email back with that response as opposed to me going to Kia, either of Glendale or of downtown LA, getting, uh, doing this test, getting a form, and then driving to the DMV. You, you understand? I live my life where I set myself up for success, I try to at least, which is getting my registration done immediately so that way I don't get a ticket, and all this stuff, right? And then at no fault of my own, due to fucking Kia, there's an emissions recall because they're probably making their fucking car parts out of, you know, fucking recycled shit or just thrown together, fucking Fred Flintstone in this car, and they're just... Now I gotta go and do this extra shit. It's like whatever. Okay, so so I get this. So I get this letter in uh, in. So I I paid in July. I get this letter in like early August, right? So I'm like, okay, great. So now I gotta get a fucking uh, a uh, an appointment at Kia. I call Kia. Well, listen, since my car has this, every other Kia Optima 2015 in Los Angeles has this same thing. So now this emissions recall thing I gotta do. They're booked months and months and months in advance. So early August, I go, listen, let me just you know book this thing. The closest they have is a month out. So now I have a, an appointment in September to do this, right? So now I'm driving for a, you know I, I'm going to have to drive for a month and hopefully not get a ticket for expired tags. 
Well, forget about that, Vinny. <laughs> forget about that. What you have to worry about is August 20th, your car getting stolen. So, yeah, like we like discussed, August 20th, my car got stolen. And then it was gone for about a month. And then it was at Kia for four months. So for fucking like six months, just didn't even have my car. Well, long story short, I just got my car back a month and a half ago, maybe two months ago. And uh, they got the thing done while they were doing the rest of the fucking work on it. And uh, I'm like, all right, cool. So I had the paperwork, and I got to go to the DMV. I'll get that done. And listen, I've had other shit to do, and I've been fucking busy. Like, I had to put like $1,000 into the car for new tires and rotors and all that kind of shit. And then I'm in Malibu, of all places, where the car got stolen, and they give me a fucking ticket for expired tags. $70 ticket for expired tags. Because as far as they're concerned, like, oh, this, this, this jerk-off registration got fucking, you know, was expired in July. What the hell's he been doing? Little do they know, my car got stolen in Malibu. Hey, listen, instead of looking for expired tags, cocksucker, why don't you look for people jacking cars, you fucking dick? Because the month my car got stolen, three other cars got stolen in Malibu in broad fucking daylight. Hey, needle dick, why don't you lace up your shoes a little tighter and look for fucking people stealing cars? And instead of, do you know how many people I see parked in front of fucking fire hydrants without tickets? Or, or, or people just doing like heinous shit in Malibu? Homeless guys shitting on the side of the street, selling drugs. It's like, you, you know how much shit I see in Malibu that just, that just skirts under the radar because it's actually work? It's actually work they have to do? And just nothing gets done. But no, you see some guy in his car and AC drinking a fucking big gulp, writing tickets for people who have expired tags. Meanwhile, it's like, it's like, it's not like I'm, I'm not looking, like, you know, it's not like I'm like not following the rules. I have to, I, my, my car got fucking stolen and it was in the shop for five or six months. But no, let's write me a ticket, you fucking prick. So now, because of this, it really fucking, you know, little fire under my ass. I'm getting tickets now because I know a girl that worked at my restaurant that just had some other problem with her tags and she couldn't get it done. And she kept like writing like, you know, notes on the car in Malibu because she worked at the same restaurant as me going, hey, I'm sorry, my tags um, are expired. I have an appointment with the DMV. And they just kept writing her tickets until they towed her fucking car. And it cost her $3,000. This, this is the level of fucking... Of, of people we have working for California. This is, this is the level of cocksuckers we have working for California. My, the person who stole my car, if they found him, they would have written him a citation. However, we're towing people's cars, even though they're leaving notes on the car saying, I know they're expired tags, I have an appointment at the DMV to get, and they're still just towing cars. This is the level of fucking pieces of shit that, we're, that are working for California and, 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 and the stuff that they're focusing on. Meanwhile, you go to downtown in LA, they're passing around needles like it's a fucking peace pipe. But no one gives a shit. People are breaking into stuff, smashing grabs, but no, no, no. This is the shit that we're focusing on. So now, I gotta drive to fucking Van Nuys today to go to the DMV to get this figured out. And listen, I'm gonna do a follow-up on the DMV visit next episode, but I can guarantee it's not gonna go well. Like, I have an appointment, which is nice, you know, I, all I have are the is the stuff that has the um, 
a missions recall notice saying they figured it out, my driver's license, the uh, screenshot of the email saying I paid already for the insur- uh, for the registration. But we'll, we'll see what happens, folks. I, I guarantee I'm going to go into this DMV. I'm still going to have to wait 20 minutes even though I have an appointment. I'm sure gonna, I'm going to get some pissy fucking asshole that just hates their job. And I'm sure that it's just going to be another fucking plow on, on my day. And I, I will be I will be shocked. I will be shocked if uh, if it goes well. But listen, folks, welcome to the podcast. This should be a fun fucking Friday. Uh, this is the uh, this is just count to ten. I am your host, Vinny Falcone, and this is the anger management podcast that won't help you with your anger. We'll just get angry together. So yeah, that's that. This is this is my day, folks. I I got to go to the DMV at no fault of my own. Then I got then I have to go to court and fight this ticket I got. Cause I'm, I'm gonna fucking fight it. I swear to God, I'm gonna fucking fight it. And if if they if they make me pay it, even though I paid for the registration early, and then set an appointment for the submission recall that like they, the soonest they can get me in was a month, and then my car getting stolen, being gone for five months, and then. The, if they make me pay this fucking ticket, I swear to God, I'm going to show up with pennies. I'm going to show up with 7,000 pennies and just say, there you go. Count that out. It should, be, it should be the proper amount, you pieces of shit. God damn it. Just, just, like, just when I think I have enough shit on my plate and I'm trying to fucking just, like, just, just, just fucking scratch shit off just one by one. Then you get this shit that just gets piled onto it. And again, like if I have to pay this this ticket, not only do I have to go to the fucking D- DMV to get this figured out, and this whole car thing has just been one big pain in the ass. Now I have a seventy dollar ticket for expired seventy dollars for expired registration. Can't you look? And and then that's another thing. It's like. You think with technology today, they be able to scan my plates and say, oh. He has paid for it, but there's a problem with it. And then just give me the benefit of the doubt. Like, don't you think there's, or when there's a major fucking accident, when there's a major accident on on a highway, don't you think that the traffic cops or the police officers should be able to, like, send something through a database that then will reroute cars avoiding that route? Like, let's say you're using Google Maps or you're using Waze or you're using another, like, um you know, GPS system. Don't you think that the cops should be able to like, you know, hey guys, you know, like, you know, to a different branch, like a traffic branch. Hey guys, just, you know, there's a major accident on PCH heading southbound. Um, going to be a while. And then they can, the traffic thing can then send out a message to all the GPS apps saying to not send people southbound on the PC, on PCH. Like, don't you think that could be a fucking a plan? But no, is, is, that, is that just too much? Too much intelligence for these fucking people that just don't give a shit about anything because it's not involving them. But anyway, unless I digress 16, 10 minutes in, um, that's my day. So I'll give you a full report on, uh, on what happens. But a quick shout out to a podcast listener, Brandon Shekels. What's up, my friend? Brandon is a podcast listener. Um, he's a friend of a friend of a friend. Uh, we have actually never met, but he's a podcast listener and sent a very nice message to me uh, last week, which I truly appreciate because uh, sometimes I think this podcast is horrible, but occasionally I get nice messages from people and, uh, you know, it, it, it keeps the thing going. So thanks, Brandon. I appreciate it. Hope you're listening with the, um, if you're in the cart barn or if you're in the, uh, you know, whatever the fuck you're doing at the golf sh- uh, golf club, uh, golf course, uh, you know, keep it the good work. Hopefully this, uh, you know. 
makes the day go by faster. But anyway, so uh, the last episode I did was the weekend, right before uh, the day right before my birthday. Um, but on my birthday, I had some very fun things I did with Zoe. She made it a great day. We got up. She gave him my gifts, very nice, very nice stuff. And then she's like, hey, I scheduled a, uh, a massage for us. Now, I love the ideas of massages, and I, and, I know that, and I know that my body needs a massage. However, the process of getting a massage, I am not a fan of. Um, it is a very intimate thing. Someone, a stranger is rubbing your back and legs and whatever for, you know, hours hour and a half, hour, and um, I always, I, I can never get comfortable, I always have a, like, I, there's always something that I'm, I'm uncomfortable with, maybe, like, it's my face, or I can't breathe properly, or whatever, and I'm always too nervous to, like, say something, and, like, interrupt the, the massage, and, uh, anyway, but we, we, uh, apparently this place has great reviews, so we go to this place, and it is, uh, very, very nice, and Zoe goes, listen, we have two male therapists. And I go, honestly, I prefer it that way. I don't want a woman to massage me because I just, I don't want any possibility of it becoming sexual. You know, like I want it to be just as like strictly business as possible. I either want like a grotesque woman with fucking ham hocks as hands or I want a dude that's just going to get down to business and just fucking rub me out and just, you know, get all the knots out. So this guy, uh, name is, I believe his name is Juan, he comes out, and uh, normal looking guy, however, this guy has got a set of fucking banana hands. His hands look like a fucking bundle of, of organic bananas you get at Trader Joe's that are still yellow, still hard, you can't eat them, but boy, are those things fucking stiff and long. And I go, listen dude. I got, I got, I got knots everywhere. I've only had like two or three massages in my life. I do manual labor. I work out. It's a fucking shit show. My right shoulder is lower than my left from surgery and just from fucking carrying golf bags. Do your thing. He's like, <laughs> it's the in. So he comes in. It's a very nice, a very nice place. He comes in. Um, there's like, there's two doors from the receptionists, which I like because it blocks out all of the noise from the waiting room, people checking in, all that kind of shit. And then there's a long hallway, and on each side there are, I believe, like nine like huts, like like little huts in this room. And each hut is not just a hut; it's a hut with also walls, so it's very uh, private. And um, he's just like, "Hey, you know, what should we work on?" I'm like, "Dude, just go nuts." He's like, "All right, cool, great." So you know, I'm in. I got my fucking face in the face seat and I just, I can never get comfortable in these fucking face seats because it's like, it's, and again, I know it's a hard thing to master, but for me, it's just, I either can't breathe or my face is like touching the seat and it's like, are they wiping this down? Even though there's a towel, are these towels clean? Who's folding them? Do they wash their hands when they folded the towel? Did they just pick? Did they just, did they just pick their nose and then fold the towel? It's like all this shit's going through my fucking head, and I can't relax. And my cheek and lip is like touching the the seat, the face seat, and it's like then like I gotta, I gotta adjust my balls, and then you know it's it's kind of cold, and then but there's a bunch of blankets, and I it's just there's a lot going on, right? And I'm like, then just fucking relax, turn your head off, turn your brain off, and just relax. Zoe is paying for this massage. Just, just you know, enjoy it. Then he uh, starts the lotion. And the lotion, for me, it's always been like a non-scented lotion. 
they always just like give like an oil or lotion. I can't really even smell it. But this guy, it's a strong lavender smell, and there's also like um like beads in the lotion, almost like it's like a coarse lotion that is meant to um pick up dry skin as well. So it feels good. Like he's it's like kind of like a scraping sensation, um, but it's, it's a strong smell. And listen, I just fucking sink into this bed, and he is just rubbing me out. And he's putting his elbow in, and I feel him like going over like golf balls in my back that are just, that have just been there from years, years of lifting, years of tweaking my back, years of being stressed, and he is just fucking going to town, folks. And it's so it hurts so much that I'm trying to like I'm trying to keep in like my oh fuck oh shit. I'm just I'm trying to keep in all of this this like like if if a, if a friend was massaging me massaging me I'd be like fuck me you know but this is a stranger and I don't want to just like shout out like that's fucking right doggy you know so I don't want to like shout at this like weird shit and have him be like is this guy is this guy expect me to jerk him off because it, it, it's it's sounding like he thinks it's kind of sexual so I'm just trying to stay silent which in hindsight is probably even more weird than being like ugh. Oh, oh, per- yeah, perfect, yeah, great. So I'm just completely silent, barely even breathing. But anyway, then he flips me over. He's like, he's like, flip onto your back, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird. I never mentioned uh, anything that needed to get done with me on my back. But he massages my feet, and he massages my legs, and he's massaging my arms. And you know, he's like going to town, and I'm and like my eyes are closed because my face is up, and I don't want to like be like weird and make eye contact with him. But I want to say something to him about my neck. Because he hasn't gotten to my neck yet, and I don't know how far into the massage we are. So I open my eyes like slowly, and I look at him, and this guy is having a better time than me. Dude, I was worried about relaxing. This guy is like pulling on my arm and just like stroking my arm, and his eyes are closed, and his head is up towards the ceiling. Like he's just having a great time whacking off a walrus. He's just pulling on my arm with both hands, just sliding through from fucking shoulder to wrist with this lavender lotion, head in the sky, eyes closed, just thinking about fucking La La Land. And I almost startled him. I'm like, uh, excuse me? He's like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yes. And I'm like, hey, sorry, I, don't, I didn't mean to break you out of your trance, but um, will you get to my neck? He's like, oh yeah, sir, don't worry, We're, we have thirty minutes, thirty-five minutes left, and I, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a really good job in your neck. And he starts massaging my my scalp. And my, long story short, it was actually a very, very uh, relaxing massage that I definitely need to do once a month because my body is fucking shot, dude. Like. I get out of bed every morning and I can barely walk. I, I can't even fuck Zoe properly anymore because like I have such little range of motion in my hips that like when I want to really, really hit like a fucking nice you know position when we're having sex, making love, um, like my groin is so tight and I just I just need to and I see these old guys at the country club that just can't even fucking rotate anymore with their golf swing and I gotta just start doing um, like yoga, getting massaged, really, really taking care of myself, you know. But um, so, but but later that night, we go to this this uh, this restaurant, and she she won't tell me where we're going, and she's like, it's gonna be a surprise. I don't want to tell you. And the whole day, I'm like, what the fuck is she taking me? Finally, we pull up to this like like strip mall, and I'm like, a strip mall, Zoe? Where, where are we going? She's like, I I can't tell you. It's a secret. So 
we go up to the second uh, level of this like two-story strip mall, and I have no idea where we're at. And we knock on this door that has no sign, and the windows are papered, like papered shut. You, you can't even see in. And she knocks on the door, and then this woman opens the door, pokes her head out, and she's like, "Excuse me, yes." And like Zoe's like, "Hi, I have a reservation." She's like, "Are you here for sushi?" And Zoe's like, "Yes." And what's your name? Uh, Zoe. And the other name? And this is this is uh, Zoe, and this is Vinny. She goes, "Okay, come on in." I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Is this is this like the CIA headquarters? Uh, is she gonna show me a fucking like uh, Bigfoot enclosed in fucking formaldehyde? Where the hell are we? So we walk into this thing, and right in front of us is like a eight eight top bar, L shaped eight top bar on the right, and then on the left are two tops, like a uh, you know a little circular table with a little booth set for two people. And they're uh, aligned down the left uh, left side of the uh, of the room, and we sit down. And she, they go, "Welcome. Um, would you like some of our uh, welcome cocktail?" And I'm like, uh, "Yeah, sure." She's like, "It is uh, Japanese whiskey, honey, lemon juice, and yuzu paste." I'm like, uh, yeah, "Yeah, great." And they bring out this like little like uh, glass bottle, pour it out, and this like little sake gen- uh, sake thing. I take a sip. It's fucking delicious. And then she goes, "And uh, for your meal tonight, would you like uh, flat or sparkling water?" And we're both like, uh, yeah, we like uh, sparkling water. Okay, excellent. And it's, it is the first time that I've been in a restaurant where I have not felt like I'm in charge. Like, usually, customers over always write, oh, hello, how are you, sir? What, what can I get you? Like, I felt like I was imposing on them. And, like, I felt like, I, you know, it, it, I, almost like soup, notch, uh, soup Nazi-ish, where it's like, we're, you're, in their, you're in their world. Like, they, like don't, like, you better fucking behave, you know? And they bring over this welcome cocktail. Like I said, they, they take a sip. They're not, it's fucking delicious. And I go, Zoe, where the where the fuck are we? And she goes, This is Ronan's spot. This this is like sushi by scratch. This is where he works. I go, Holy shit! I, I don't know. He worked in a fucking sushi speakeasy. This is insane. She's like, Yeah, yeah. So it's it's like a prefix menu. It's like um you know like a trattoria uh, um equivalent where like you, you just show up and whatever they're made today is is what you're having like you don't even order it's just it's already a preset menu and she's like yeah it's like it's super hard to get a reservation there's three seatings there's only 10 people per hour or per per seating and um and like yeah I'm like oh my god this is fucking amazing and then this guy comes to these double doors this like um waiter in a bow tie and a apron He's like, uh, Vinny, you want a drink? I mean, I, I never even fucking met this guy. He's just like, Vinny, you want a drink? I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, just whatever uh, rye you have with a big cube. All right, cool. Gives me my rendezvous rye from High West, my favorite fucking rye. I'm like, great. And then he's like, uh, Zoe, you want a drink too? And she's like, oh, uh, like we're just like this guy's like just thrown out. And I and I know like Ronan like knows us and stuff, but just like the way he, it's just I don't know. It was just fucking trippy. Like the level of customer service there was. Uh, Zoe, you want to drink? Just like so informal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what. I, just, just give me a spirit, and um, I'll make something. And she's like, okay, cool. Uh, I uh, something with mezcal. And he's like, all right, cool. Whips this cocktail up. He's like, yeah, my buddy created this. It's kind of a play on uh, whatever the fuck. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Takes a sip. It is the best fucking cocktail I've ever had. It is mezcal. Um, oh God, it's like mezcal. I'm, I'm gonna butcher. It. I think it's like mezcal, orange juice, lemon, an aperol like thing. And uh, like something else, it was such a fucking amazing cocktail. Anyway, so we're sitting there, and the reservation is at nine forty-five. That's when the seating starts. However, they want you to get there at least ten minutes early, so that way 
you can come in, sit in this little area, have a drink. They they go over your um, food modifications, uh, allergies, uh, you know, food beverage, you know, fucking tendencies, whatever. And everyone's there except for this one couple. Their other friend, their other couple, is late, and. It's like, can you fucking respect anything? Like, I understand like L.A. the L.A. traffic, but it's like an eight. It's like a nine forty-five reservation or something like that. Wait, was it nine forty-five? No, I'm sorry, I'm way off. It's a seven forty-five reservation on a fucking Saturday, and it's like, can you respect anything? You're supposed to be here fucking ten minutes early, and now you're five minutes late to the point where like you're technically fifteen minutes late now, you know? And the hostess goes over to the table, the two top. That's waiting for their two other friends. Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, but we're gonna have to get um, going soon because uh, everyone else is 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 here. And instead of going like, "Oh, I'm so sorry," like I know this is like a a, a big thing that I need to do. They're gonna be here shortly. Instead, they just go, "Yeah, they're 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 coming up now." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" So we're gonna be in this intimate this intimate dining experience with eight other people and. Four of them are going to be fucking cocks. Like, four of them are going to be, like, the stuck-up, like, snooty people that don't respect this, like, special kind of situation that we're doing, you know? Like, you're not, you're not going to respect, like, the novelty of this, like, secret kind of, you know, you're in the back seat, not in control, like, they're in charge kind of thing that I think is really cool that, that restaurants don't do anymore. Like, restaurants just cater to these annoying customers, deviate from the menu, deviate from any kind of like respect or dignity that like, that, you know, like cooking is this art form kind of thing. And I'm like, fuck, we're going to deal with these people. Now I'm getting a little upset. I'm going to have to like, you know, tell these people to shut the fuck up and be respectful, you know? Anyway, so there are two friends come in and, um, you know, they're actually really nice. And then they go, all right, um, ladies and gentlemen, if you follow me, we will go into the dining area. We walk through the kitchen, almost like you know, like the scene in fucking uh, Goodfellas, like through Copacabana, through the kitchen. Now we're outside on this like terrace, doing dips and turns and lefts and rights, and then finally, we go down this this hallway, and then we enter back into the building. And the last person to say goodbye was bye to us is the lady who initially greeted us, and she goes, "Enjoy." And then we walk into this, like, it's so hard to describe, but it feels almost like a, like a very, like, cabin type feel, but there's a sushi bar, and there's 10 seats in front of the sushi bar, and there's, like, bookshelves, um, like, wooden walls with, like, kind of, like, trippy wallpaper, and again, it looks like you're in this, like, very, um, Americana type cabin, but there's a sushi bar, and in, in front of everyone's seats is your name on a chalkboard. And um, then my buddy Ronan there with two of the chefs. And basically, we just... Perp- and then he's like, all right, guys. You know, he does this like, big spiel. It, these are one-bite, 18-course um, sushi things with like all these different types of sushi with fish. And it's meant to be drank, uh, eaten in one bite. And like, he goes to me. He's like, hey, dude, uh, get the drink package. And then I get this drink package where... Every so um, you get a you get a sake. For every three bites, you get a sake. So this this one sake is good for the next three bites. Then you get a new sake, and I think there were three sakes, two cocktails, a beer, and then a like a basically like a Japanese like hot toddy. And every fucking bite of this sushi was just sensational. 
There wasn't too little or too much of any flavor. It was the best culinary experience of my life. Just everything was just sensational. And everyone was having this amazing time together. Like after every bite, we're like applauding, saying like, great job. Oh, there was one, there was one dish. There's there's one bite where it's sushi rice that was just perfectly seasoned with vinegar and, and, and sugar and just and perfectly cooked. So this, it was a, it's all nigiri, by the way, which is the um, piece of fish that kind of like looks, looks like a finger, a uh, piece of rice rather, that kind of looks like a finger, and then a piece of fish or or whatever on top. There was this one roll, if you will, that was fucking bone marrow, charred. It was charred bone marrow over sushi rice. Anyway, it was just an amazing fucking experience. I know I'm not getting too upset. I'm just kind of, you know, explaining what, what what happened just because it was just such an amazing experience. Um, it was fucking awesome. Anyway, so down, down to down to the nitty gritty. Let's close this, close this thing out on, on a fucking high note. So I don't like dentists and let's, let me tell you, dentists don't like me. My whole life, I've had fucked up teeth, okay? My bottom teeth look like Steve Buscemi. It's just, it's a fucking disaster. I got braces when I was too young because then when I got them off, they were straight, but then my molars came in and my wisdom teeth came in and it just fucked everything up. Just yet another establishment or uh, business that just pushes you to do it because, you know, oh, your teeth should look nice. Your teeth should look, but everyone gets them too young. Not everyone, but most get them too young. So that way, after you get them, you're still growing and the teeth are coming in and they get fucked up again. So I got braces. I went through that whole shit. Fucking three years of, of being the goofy fuck with a Jufro and braces. I get them off and my teeth are still fucked up. Even after wearing a retainer, right? So whenever I go to dentists, you know, dude, you know, whatever field you work in, you have a proclivity to respect and be obsessed with that field. As you should. It's your job. And like that, you know, dentists are obsessed with teeth. They like good teeth. It's all they think about. They Their goal is to clean the teeth, get the teeth nice and clean, get the teeth nice and straight. And when they see anything other than that, they just kind of like, in my experience, they get grossed out. So all the dentists that I've been to, like I went to one when I first moved here in like Santa Monica area, and it's a really nice dentist. And I had, I was under my dad's, I was under, my, I was under daddy's insurance when I first moved out here, so I had fucking dental insurance. So I get, you know, free cleanings and shit. Maybe like a twenty dollar copay or something, so I was able to go to these like nice dentists, and I went to this one like dentist in Santa Monica, and it was this beautiful couple. They were Persian. The guy was a good looking guy. The chick was fucking hot. You know, they, they they had their fucking Bentley SUVs in the in the driveway. You know, nice fucking place. Um, Michael Blackman went there. I saw him a couple times. I think that's his name. He's he's like the black uh, comic that talks in the African African accent, although he's American. Um, and I used to go there, and I would sit in the chair, and they'd walk in, and uh, they'd be like, "Hey, how's it going?" And I'd open my mouth and be like, "What the fuck? What the fuck is oh, what is going on? What is going on with your mouth?" I'm like, "Oh, I um, I have I have some I have some crooked teeth on the bottom." Holy shit! They 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 like they'd get upset with me. What the fuck, dude? That is oh my god. Oh God! Do you floss? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I floss. You know, every every day. Bullshit! They, 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 they would get upset with me and gross. You don't fucking floss. You don't floss. There's so. Oh my God! There's tartar. There's. Oh my God! This is. What, what do you What do you do? What 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 do you do? Do you Do you eat now and later's and then just go to bed? 
What, what, what do you do? Do you eat milk duds in your sleep and then just wake up and just be like, going to work? What, what is going on? I, 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 I brush my teeth twice a day and I, and I floss at night before I go to bed. Jesus Christ, man. All right. I mean, they put on goggles and gloves and like just like gagging next to this like hot intern. And, and she's like sucking the blood out of my mouth as she, they're just raping my fucking gums. And then after they're done, they just like toss a pamphlet on my chest for Invisalign. Like I'm some fucking whore like paying me. I am not whore, Tony. I'm not prostitute. And he just like tosses like pamphlet on my chest. Get Invisalign, you f- sick fuck. And I'm like, uh, I still am paying student loans and I am paying off that Kia Optima in your in your parking lot. You parked a Kia Optima in our parking lot? No, no, park that on the street next time, you pig. And by the way, Invisalign's only forty grand. You should sack up and get it. I'm like, I, I can't afford that. It's like, oh god. And they just like walk out disgusted. I'm like, I feel I honestly I feel like what an overweight person must feel like going to the gym. I feel so insecure. And they're just, and then like everyone is like, is it, is it, is everyone getting a commission on this Invisalign package? Everyone I bump into at the dentist office that's in scrubs is just like pitching this invis- Invisalign to me. Like the chick at the front desk, you know, you should really get Invisalign. You know, he, I, I'm actually wearing it right now, and I bet, you, I bet you can't even tell I'm wearing it. Oh, you don't say. It's like, what am I going to do? Go to a nice meal with my girlfriend and then ask for a paper napkin so I can pop my retainer out of my mouth? Ugh, I'm 30 years old. It's too late, okay? I'm just going to have fucked up teeth. Can you, can you stop making me feel so bad? But anyway, I've had a cleaning in like three or four years because of just losing my dental insurance because I turned 26 and then fucking COVID, right? So my teeth are just fucking caked, daddy-o. They're fucking caked. And again, I fucking brush. I got I got one of those electric toothbrushes. I get a water pick. I floss and still just fucking no dice. But finally, he's always like, dude, we got to get our teeth cleaned. It's like long overdue. Let me just, I mean, you know, I finally got dental insurance th- through my through my restaurant. It's not great. It's like $15 a month. It's like the bare minimum. But, you know, there's some plans that still cover it. So she's like, let me just reach out. Let's get us some fucking uh, cleanings because we are long overdue, my friend. And she, I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's, let's do it. So we find this place that's like down the street from us. Again, in, it's like in a strip mall next to a fucking Thai fusion place and like Uncle Rick's chicken and waffles. It's not the prime real estate you're hoping for for your dentist. And by the way, the exterior matches it. It looks like shit. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. So we go in there, and uh, we're filling out the paperwork. And you know, the one thing I don't like about this is it's just one long hallway with with just like cutouts of rooms on the left hand side. So there's just one wall on the right, and then on the left are just cutouts of rooms, but no doors. So there's, there's absolutely just no privacy. And there's this woman in one of the cutouts. I can't hear her, but she's having this like personal conversation. It's like very intimate conversation. Listen, folks, if you're in an intimate conversation in public, if you're going to do that to begin with, lower your fucking voice. You know, like you're in a waiting room or you're in, a, you're in an open area and you take a phone call, you should have the change of voice. Like you pick up the phone call and you go, hey, what's going on? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yeah. Listen, listen. I'm in the waiting room of a dentist right now. I can't take this. Um, let me just call you back when I'm when I'm done. Okay. All right. Great. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye. Yeah. Like, like have that kind of decency. Because like she just like had a phone call and like, listen, it's not just like some random phone call. Like yeah, 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 I'll be home in a little bit. It's like you know I'm a good person and you know I'm you know I'm better than what you've been seeing. And my dad and I we we've we've had a falling out after my mom died of cancer last five years. And you know now that he's remarried to the the girl from Colombia who I don't get along with who actually you know had an abortion recently you know i don't you know i i you know i don't align with her political beliefs it's like shut the fuck up this is such a personal conversation that no one wants to listen to that we are all hearing so then she comes out and it's like you know fucking looks like she's out of a fucking like trailer park show with it just you know this this is this is my peer now because we're going to the same dentist. Like I'm in, I'm like we you know, <sighs> just a sad life I live. Um, so I'm waiting in this in this uh, dentist office and it's run by Ukrainians, which you know isn't the most like comforting feeling considering they're not the warmest people and they're probably pissed off now for what's going on. And uh, I've just never known you know Ukrainians to be you know the most you know gentle dentists you know. So, um, so Zoe goes back with the Ukrainian guy, and uh, <laughs> and then I get brought into the next room, and the uh, hygienist is like, "All right, um, your uh, your dentist is going to be in shortly," and I'm looking around, and let me tell you, people, they are they are they are spending zero money on aesthetics. This place looks like a fucking dump. There's like just a single like mesh, like um, a single like metal like shelving unit that's like that's like has like these like little plastic uncovered bins of like the plastic suckers that go in your mouth the metal tools that like you know chip off the the plaque it's just no thrills there's there's like no spit sink next to you um like the cabinet that like the sink is on is like it's like chipped and falling apart there's a fucking tv in front of me there's a flat screen tv that actually looks decent but like the laptop they have is like a 1998 Dell laptop. The browser they're using is a fucking is is Firefox. They're using a Firefox. No no Google Chrome. Just just really bad. And then you know like the stuff like when you get your um when you get your uh, uh, X-rays done, they they stick that thing in your mouth. Well, this thing that they stuck in your mouth is so fucking old. They pat and like the guy came in. Like, Zoe used it, and then the guy came in and then gave it to the lady to use for me. Like, they're passing around the same fucking x-ray thing that goes in everyone's mouth. This thing has been used so many times, it looks like a fucking chew toy. There's so many bites taken out of it. And all they do is just, like, throw a paper, uh, a coarse plastic bag over it. It it was just, like, fucking disgusting. It's like, yes, it's covered by a plastic bag, and technically, it's, like, you know, high, you know it's hygienic. But it's just, like, I see... Bite marks in this thing. Can we get a new fucking X-ray tool? It's gross, you know. And then this like pregnant, like five foot four Guatemalan chick comes in, and she's like, "Hello, how are you?" I'm like, "Good." And she's like, you know, putting the thing in, and like it's my first time there, so we're doing like ten minutes of X-rays, and then 
we're finally done with x-rays and um i go hey just so you know and again, I'm, I'm pretty insecure at dentists i go just so you know um i've been haven't been here for a while so i apologize for some of the buildup of my bottom teeth and she goes oh i know <laughs> i saw and i go oh yeah and she goes do you floss and i'm like uh yeah yes i, I do and I'm like, great, back to this again. I thought this place would be a little better because it's a fucking dump. But again, they're just going to fucking judge me. I'm like, listen, you're going to judge my teeth? How about I judge the fucking establishment that you're working at? Because this looks like a fucking pop-up shop, lady. Okay, This looks like a fucking warehouse that you guys just like are uh, just like popped up a dentist shop in. And then in a week, you'll be, you'll be down the street like a fucking carnival. You know? And I'm like, yep, yep, I floss, I floss. She's like, how many times do you floss a day? I go, I floss once a day. And she goes, and how many times do you eat a day? And I'm like, I don't know, three or four. She's like, do you see the problem? And I'm like, Jesus Christ, back to this. Back to just getting fucking ridiculed for my teeth. I haven't been here for four years, okay? I've got my teeth cleaned in four years. There's just four years of buildup. Can you give me a fucking break? So then we're talking and like, you know, then she's like, and like, she's cool. Like she's like, fuck with me a little bit. Like she's actually pretty funny, but she's asked me these like conversations that aren't just like yes or no grunts with like fucking hands in my mouth. And it's like, and then she's like, you know, COVID is not real. And I'm like, you know, not that I give a fuck, but it's like, you're not making me feel good about the, you know, hygiene level of this place by saying COVID isn't real. Obviously, it's real. Whether or not we've taken the appropriate measures of it is one thing. But the fact that COVID isn't real isn't making me feel too comfortable about, hey, are you reusing the fucking spit cap in my mouth with that fucking last chick with the fucking phone call? Okay, are we sharing the same spit cap now? Because I don't think I saw you change it out. And uh, I really hope you did. And then she's like, you know, if you want to die from COVID, once you get it, just go to the hospital. If you want to live from COVID, if you get it, just stay home. And I'm like, okay, lady, let's keep the fucking Tucker Carlson comments to a minimum and just keep, clean my fucking teeth so I can get out of here. But, you know, she's going back and forth and, like, you know, she's tearing my fucking mouth apart. And then um, I hear this guy go, the uh, a dentist down the hall, he goes, so you have um little gingivitis and uh, two cavity. Uh, so we need to fill those cavities and I will give you bacteria for gingivitis. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, who's that nasty bitch? Fuck. And then I hear, <laughs> I hear my girlfriend's voice go, oh no, uh, okay, gingivitis, okay. And two cavities, yeah, l let's, I'll get the bacteria for the gingivitis and I'll, I'll get the two cavities filled. And I'm like, Zoe? Zoe's got gingivitis and two cavities? You be giving me blowjobs with that dirty mouth? Jesus. Holy shit, good thing we came to this fucking dentist. But um, we actually left there, and I, my fucking teeth feel great. And uh, just, again, but just feeling like shit. You know, but now now I just got to go every six months, and I got to fucking get this figured out because uh, I hate being that guy that, like, people will talk about. Oh, my God, this guy came in. You wouldn't, you wouldn't believe the fucking shit in his mouth. I found a fucking piece of chorizo from his breeder last night, some onion and uh, some fucking tortilla chips, but just a just a dirty fuck, you know. So I, I don't want to be those people, you, you know, that, that they fucking talk about. But anyway, um, again, I'm not sure this episode was that funny, but a little insight to my life, um, guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, if you're a fan of the podcast, I appreciate you. I'm a fan of you. If you're a fan of the podcast, I'm a fan of you, and um, I will see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>